This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Biodiesel supports more than $11 billion in economic activity and 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The leader of the nation's cotton producer group is concerned about the financial health of producers impacted by Hurricane Michael if Congress doesn't act on a disaster aid package. Gary Adams is the president and CEO of the National Cotton Council. He tells AgriPulse he's concerned this could be a storm that could force some farms out of business. I worry there will be producers who will not be able to survive this. Uh, I think many of them saw this as a real opportunity because they were coming into the year with above average yields. And, and the early harvest reports would support that. And uh, they were looking at an opportunity for a favorable price in general. So I, I do worry that those, the economic damage and for some of them will not allow them to get production financing for the 2019 crop if there's not some assistance that, uh, that they know are coming or that their lenders know is coming. Adams says the Cotton Council would support some kind of disaster assistance for producers but doesn't have a specific request just yet. We're still putting the damages together uh, in terms of the extent of it. Uh, I think one thing we may look at is there's currently a uh, the wildlife and uh, hurricane program from 2017 that's being implemented by USDA. That could be a starting point to look at and see if there's any adjustments that might need to be made to better fit uh, some of the situations we're seeing here. Uh, so no specific ask, but certainly want to uh, make uh, lawmakers aware of the extent of the damage. Adams spoke to AgriPulse just after an event at USDA's Washington headquarters to commemorate the eradication of the pink bollworm. Based upon the information provided and authorized by the cotton coroner under Secretary Greg Ibach, <laughs> I hereby am signing the death certificate of the pink bollworm by this act. That's Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue just before signing a proclamation to commemorate the eradication. This comes after five years of surveys proof the pest was fully eradicated from U.S. cotton production. USDA Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Affairs Greg Ibos says the eradication has practical benefits for the cotton sector. As part of the strategy to eliminate pink bollworm, we had a quarantine zone, and so those quarantines will be lifted now and we won't worry about that. This also will allow then for the enhanced movement of seed uh, across inter, uh, between states, and uh, because of some of these uh, quarantine zones and the limitations on movement of seed and fiber, uh, we were importing seeds from uh, foreign countries to be able to uh, get enough cotton seed around the United States and the areas needed. Now we won't need to do that. The Food and Drug Administration is offering Food Safety Modernization Act compliance assistance for produce growers. The assistance comes along with draft guidance for growing, harvesting, and packing standards under the Act, including clarification for farms that are subject to FSMA. FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb says there will also be four public meetings across the country to get feedback on the draft guidance. In addition to those public sessions, he says interested parties should submit comments on the draft guidance by April 22nd of next year. President Donald Trump has waded into the Western water wars. On Friday, he signed a presidential memorandum designed to speed environmental reviews of major water projects in California and the Pacific Northwest. The administration said the expedited regulatory process will provide certainty for California farmers who need more water to restore farmlands crippled by drought and regulation. Trump's action could boost the re-election hopes of Republican congressmen representing farmers in California's Central Valley, including Jeff Denham and David Valadeo, who have been critical of a state plan to reallocate water in the San Joaquin watershed.
Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oil, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it supports more than $11 billion in economic activity. That's biodiesel. An American-made fuel transporting goods across the country, heating homes, and driving our economy forward. Biodiesel, the American innovation driving more than 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more information. Finally today, if you thought there was something fishy about the price of tuna, you may have been onto something. The Department of Justice this week said Starkist has agreed to plead guilty as part of an investigation into collusion in the canned tuna industry. Officials say between 2011 and 2013, Starkist and other co-conspirators fixed prices of canned tuna to keep them artificially high. The company faces a fine of up to $100 million. That's all for today's AgriPulse Drive Time. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.